Pocket Size Pep Talk, the podcast that can help energize your business and your life with a quick, inspiring message. Now, here's your host, Rob Jollis. Well, I want to welcome you back to Pocket Size Pep Talks. We're going to try and pep you up. Extra credit, if you listen real hard, you might hear my dog snoring in the background throughout the pep talk. How's that for a pep talk? Very excited dog. But I want to talk to you about uh, just about the voices that we start to hear sometimes when things turn negative. Uh, I'll get back to the interviews soon. Just a couple more solos. But uh, I just know that with the pressure that we're under and the time at home and the you know, things that we're dealing with, um, we can uh, we can start hearing these negative voices in our head. And um, anyway, I want to talk about that a little bit. We all hear them. Um, they're usually they're they're we're more vulnerable when we're alone, uh, and they sense that sense of vulnerable opening. But they get louder and louder, and they can af- they can infect our ability to believe in uh, you know that better times are ahead. Uh, can keep us you know, focused on the negative. They creep from your subconscious to your conscious. They come in like thieves in the night. They, they whisper. Before you know it, they turn into louder shouts. These are the negative voices that tend to pick at us, uh, but we underestimate these voices. Matter of fact, often I think these voices end up disguising themselves in kind of a humorous manner, little barbs. You hear them. You know, when you, when you stub your toe, uh, you know, you, you, you hear, really? Well, you lost your ability to walk into a room without hurting yourself now, haven't you? <laughs> kind of funny. And, but, but that whisper is a negative voice. It seems harmless, but it's not harmless. And it never stops at just one jab. It picks up steam and it waits for more opportunity. So when you can't figure out how to answer a question, the voice might say something like, oh, come on now. Even you can figure this out. When you get lost or confused, that voice might say something like, well, maybe you should uh, tattoo that answer to your hand because you can't seem to remember anything anymore. Say, hey, yeah, how do you like those voices now? And you might think those voices are just teasing you and perhaps just trying to be funny. But I want you to think about it. Do you really think these voices are harmless and, and can't damage your self-confidence? I mean, after all, they're your voices. More often than not, they're actually spoken out loud by you. The voices gain steam and they can get meaner and they get meaner. So when you feel defeated, they can sound something like, well, you aren't good enough to win. And when you feel lonely, they can sound something like, you deserve to be alone. And when you feel insecure, they can sound something like, well, you're not good enough to succeed. It's difficult to fight back while the voices hide in your subconscious. But the moment they move to the conscious mind, you can choose not to listen. You can certainly choose not to say these thoughts out loud. You know, there's a, there's a beautiful there's a movie I've always loved. It's uh, actually called A Beautiful Mind. Most people have seen it. Professor John Nash one point he's asked about the tormenting and self-deprecating things he sees and hears. He said something that I really connected to. He said, well, I've gotten used to ignoring them. And I think as a result, 
they've kind of given up on me. I think that's what it's like with all our dreams and our nightmares. We got to keep feeding them for them to stay alive. We all hear the negative voices, but there are positive voices you can choose to listen to as well. And these are the voices I'd encourage you to feed. These are the voices that tell you that, that anyone can stub a toe or, or struggle with an answer to a question or get lost or feel defeated, lonely or insecure. It's part of the human condition and it's part of being alive. It's also part of being kinder to you and that contributes to you feeling better, feeling better, feeling better about yourself. Oh, there goes Rob again. So I guess we're all done with that one. All we have to do now is feel better. Okay. No, obviously there's a little bit of more, more work ahead. So let's go a little deeper. Let's let's, how about, how about part of feeling better being, let's just tackle one of the things that really bothers us. Something that, uh, that makes you feel insecure. Get a good one, get a good one. And think if we can maybe tackle that one, we'll, uh, we'll finish this, this pep top off the right way. Okay, you got that limp, you got it, you got a hold of it. Yeah, well, we've been carrying limps around forever. When we were young, when we were going after our first job, we carried in the limp that we were, felt we were too young. And then as we got older, the limp changes and we, we go in and we go, now I'm too old. That's what we call a limp. The, 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 that's an imperfection. Um, however, consider this, and I'm not the first who said it, we all walk with a limp. There are handful of biblical references to this phrase. However, I'd like to take my shot at those six simple words because we all have weaknesses and, um, some weaknesses represent our personal limp. Our limp is what makes us human. Oddly enough, I have difficulty trusting anyone who appears to have no limp. Now think about that. Maybe it's because, maybe it's because, well, for me, I believe our limp uh, and our ability to adjust to that limp is what makes us extraordinary. Anyone without a limp is either an imposter or possesses no compassion for those who do have limps. Our limp can be any physical or psychological imperfection you'd like to list here. And sadly, we often let it hold us back. Notice I said, we often let it hold us back. We are the ones who walk in the room troubled by our limp. And we are the ones who convince ourselves that our limp is a problem for others. So we are the ones that make others concerned about our limp. It's ironic, isn't it? but it doesn't have to be this way. A quick story. We, we, had a, um, we, had, we, we had a beautiful black lab, one of the greatest dogs I ever had. That was my boy, Jake. And one day we found Jake at around, maybe he was three years old, sitting by the door, unable to move his back, Lex. He, he had mysteriously um, gotten an injury of some sort, an old injury, and paralyzed uh, in the back legs. And the vet diagnosed a back injury and uh, he operated, did the best he could. And we got, felt very blessed after six months of rehab, my boy Jake could walk again. Though he didn't quite walk the way his other friends did, but he had his own way of slowly getting up and swinging one leg behind the other. He even learned to run 
Uh, it wasn't quite the way his friends ran, but he had his own way of getting up to speed, running with his front legs while he hopped with his back legs. And sometimes we had friends over and they would notice him and they'd ask, you know, in a concerned tone, is, is your dog okay? And we'd smile and say, sure is. See, Jake walked with a limp, but he didn't really care. The other dogs in the neighborhood didn't care and neither did we. Jake went on to live another 10 years with his wonderful limp. We all walk with a limp. It's time to stop worrying about what the other person on the other side thinks about your limp. One thing I can absolutely guarantee you, if it's not important to you and you reach peace with your limp, it will dramatically decrease the impact that limp has on others. Too young, too old, too short, too tall, underqualified, overqualified, and introverted, extroverted. It just doesn't matter. The people you're communicating with walk with their own limps. And at the end of the day, they aren't concerned about your limp. They're concerned about your ability to live with your limp. Success requires humility, which is born from vulnerability. Now look what we just did. We just took a, well, we took a shot at it. We just took a shot at one of your biggest limps and gave you a way to remove that from those negative voices. Ah. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please rate and recommend it on iTunes, Outcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more information on this show and Rob at Jollis.com.